Hello friends and welcome to episode two of the Align Your Life podcast. My name is Allison and today we're going to be talking about how to get unstuck. Do you have a habit, a behavior pattern, a lifestyle that you just feel trapped in? Do you feel like you want to make a change in your life but you just don't know how to do it? Today, I'm going to give you some actionable steps to start to move you into a better place to start truly aligning with your healthiest, happiest self. So let's dive in. All right. We are creatures of habit. We have so many behavioral patterns, thought patterns, things that we just do unconsciously. But if we don't become aware of the things that we're doing that are not serving our greatest good, we stay stuck in a state of dis-ease, right? Not necessarily disease in the way you think of an illness, although certain behaviors can definitely lead in that direction. But in dis-ease of the spirit, we just don't feel good. We know that we could feel better but we just don't know a different way to be. And I'm telling you right now, it is not difficult to start to change. It does take practice, but not physical practice as much as mental practice. So if we want to change anything about our life, the first step is changing our thoughts. Reframing the thoughts and reprogramming the mind is always step one in making any type of change or shift in your life. Whether you want to start moving more, but you just don't feel motivated to exercise, you want to start eating healthier, but you just feel yourself pulled towards junk food and processed food, you want a more fulfilling career, but you're comfortable in the one that you're in right now, even though you're not happy, it feels safe, you know it. Or maybe you want better, healthier relationships. Maybe you're just in a constant cycle of dysfunctional relationships. So you're not ever going to be able to change this unless you heal the thoughts that created this reality in the first place. And when you start to heal those thoughts, it can seem you have to keep an open mind because the exercise I'm going to give you can seem a little bit silly. It can seem like it's not reality, like you're lying to yourself. But in truth, when you start to focus on the solution to the problems rather than the problems themselves, your entire reality shifts. So here's your homework for today. Get out a piece of paper, draw a line down the center. On the left side of the piece of paper, I want you to write everything that's on your mind right now. All your worries, all the things you feel are going wrong in life, the things that are bugging you and bothering you, ways you perceive yourself, if you feel like you're not good enough, not smart enough, too big, too small, whatever those limiting beliefs that you have are, do not judge them, just throw them on the left side of the paper. And then on the right side, I want you to write down a thought that counteracts that negative one. For example, I wake up every morning and I don't want to go to work. On the other side, of the right side of that paper, you would write, 
I am working where I'm meant to work, I have a fulfilling career, and I love what I do. You're just flipping that thought for something positive. After you've gone down the whole list and the left side is full of all your worries and all the things that are on your heart, and the right side is full of all the things you wish would happen in life, whatever they may be, I don't want you to put any limitations on those. I don't want you to put financial limitations on it. I don't want you to put lifestyle limitations on it. I just want you to write if you could have any lifestyle in the world, if you could feel a certain way in your body, if your body was healthy, just put it all out there. Even if you don't feel that in this moment. And then I want you to take a scissors and I want you to cut down the center and I want you to throw that left side away. And for the next month, I want you to just read that right side every single morning when you wake up, every night before you go to bed. If you want to post that list on your mirror so you look at it every day and that is what you are going to focus on 99% of the time. If those other thoughts creep in, that's okay. Don't judge them. Send them some love and send them on their way and stay on that right side of the list. In addition to reading that right side as much as you can during your day, I want you to actually feel the sensation of that thought in your body. If you were your healthiest, most balanced self right now, what would that feel like? If you were in your dream career, what would that feel like? If your relationships were healed and healthy, what would that feel like? Not look like, right? Although you can visualize it in your imagination too. That's great. But a faster way to really get yourself aligned is to feel the actual sensations of healed thought patterns. So you may wake up today and you feel like crap. Maybe last night you had an extra glass of wine and you snacked on the couch and you woke up today and you just feel bloated and tired. Instead of going through the entire day in that space, I want you to just pretend, it is pretend for a little while until it becomes reality, that you are feeling awesome that you have never felt so healthy in your life, that you are committing to your nourishment and you're going to honor your body today with everything that you put in it. That's the space you need to be in to really change your life. Before I end this podcast today, I wanna share a story with you. So you know all those thoughts on the left side of the paper that you threw out? Do you think they actually come from you? Because 99% of the time, they actually don't. They don't originate in your own soul. They originate in someone's opinion of you, an experience that you have, a culture, a societal standard, right? That sets the tone for how you perceive yourself and what you think of yourself and what you feel you have a right to accomplish in life. And so I'm going to share a story with you that shows you an example of how destructive that can be and how important it is to get to the root of where those thoughts came from and bring love and healing to them. 
So at five years old, I took my first ballet class and I fell in love. I remember that dressing room, the bars along the wall, the white tile floor. I knew as soon as I stepped into that space, I was at home and that's all I wanted to do with my life. From five to nine, I danced blissfully unaware of what it actually took to become a professional dancer. I was so happy. I was just enjoying movement, right? Just the joy of it, just doing it for the love of it. And at nine, I auditioned for our local Nutcracker. It was the first time I realized that not only was I behind in my training and technique, but that I also did not have the right body for ballet, or at least that's what I was told. I had my first costume fitting and the woman said, well, you know, your hips are a little wide for ballet and your legs are a little big. I was nine years old. Uh, This message was just reiterated over and over and over again everywhere I went. When I was 12, I went to a summer camp. I was put in class with eight-year-olds. I was already going through puberty and sporting some cellulite. Not that there's anything wrong with cellulite, but I was training with these little ballet machines that did not go to regular school and just trained in ballet all day, every day. So they had no fat on their body at all and they were just these little creatures. And so I was so ashamed and so embarrassed in my own skin. I felt like an ugly duckling in that space. My heart was broken. How could this be? Ballet felt so aligned with my soul. I loved it so much, but I wasn't right for it. Or at least that was the message that I was getting, that I wasn't right for this. So you can imagine where all this led, right? In fourth grade, I started my first diet. I traded sandwiches for salads. I started becoming obsessed with the way that a dancer should look and trying as hard as I could to make my body fit that mold. This continued all through my professional career. There was a lot of pain and heartache. I had directors tell me that I could only wear long tutus because they didn't want to see my legs in a short tutu. Um, I mean, just I had a ballet mistress in front of the whole company at an event one night tell me that, you know, I had been doing really great parts the year before, but I wasn't going to be doing any because I had gotten so fat. I mean, in front of everyone, the level of trauma and pain And also the level of hatred I started to feel towards my own body because no matter how hard I tried to control it, it wasn't working. Um, It was blocking me from my dream. And so it was just full-on war with my body. I mean, this went on for years until I think until I got pregnant with my daughter and I just for the first time let it go. I had time off from dance and I really was wanting to have a healthy pregnancy and so I I let my body be for the first time in you know 25 years just let it be and I mean I could talk on this subject and I probably will do a podcast just on this so much because it is really painful and when I do coach women I come with compassion because of what I've been through with this whole issue but None of those thoughts were my own. None of those opinions actually originated in me. They were outside perspectives of what a dancer should look like. And I took that in and it shaped my entire reality. 
to get to the root of those thoughts. You do need to understand where they come from and how they have shaped you up until now. And then you need to be able to let them go and realize that if they're hurtful, if they're limiting, that they no longer serve you. And wherever they came from, whether it's a person or experience, that's in the past. And now it's time to live fully in the present and think ahead to the beautiful future that is waiting for you.